Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Hey guys. Oh, hey y'all. <laughs> How you doing? I've just decided that that's just going to be the way I start my podcast. I was like, I always say, hey y'all, or how you doing? Or hey guys. And like, you know what? That's just my thing. So from now on, I'm just going to say, hey guys, how you doing? Because I really do want to know how you are doing? Like, where are you stuck at? What's going on? How can I serve you? So really, how are you doing? As one of my girlfriends would say, Claire, the heartbreak coach, (laughs) I love her, but she's always saying, are you picking up what I'm throwing down? (laughs) So are you picking up what I'm throwing down? Like, where are you stuck at? Like, what is going on in that brain of yours. I want to know, like, really, how are you doing? I know how I'm doing. I'll tell you. I've just booked a trip to Cabo. Yes! So excited about that. And like doing all the things. My eggplant is growing. My herbs are growing. I love working in my garden, right? I'm loving the transition to full-time coaching. Like I'm getting up in the morning and listening to the birds. And I just keep reminding myself that I created this. I want you guys to like bask in whatever it is you're creating. Because you're creating it. Like we are creators. So in order for us to create, we kind of have to learn how to manage our mind because our mind is our value. Our mind, how we think, how we make decisions, that's our value. That's what we give to the world. Not what we look like, not what we sound like. It's just the package. Who you are, the essence of who you are, how you think, how you show up, how you digest things and put it back out there in the world, that is your value queen. And that comes from your thinking. So last week we talked about stop having one-sided conversations with yourself. Gave the story about my first <laughs> my first argument with my then husband. Gave that story, right? And how I was having one-sided conversations. He made the argument and it sounded so good that I didn't even say no to it. I didn't say, but I disagree, right? Now, I got married at 22. So by the time I was 30, I started disagreeing. That might've been how I started, but I was definitely a handful by the end. Kind of swung the pendulum to the opposite direction, which is fine. We always do that sometimes, right? It's okay. It's part of the process. 
But what I want to say about that episode is like, that was our lower brain. That's our default thinking. Okay. There is our higher brain, our higher self. That's the you who I was saying that we fight for. So when I say your brain, most of the time I'm talking about our default brain, like the part of us that's just hardwired, that it's our history. It's who we are without thinking. There's no effort to it. It's our default. It's our automatic. It's faster and it requires no energy. Remember, if you go back to episodes two and three, play and fetch, and your brain is fucking with you. If you haven't listened to those episodes, that's where I talk about the lower brain and how it shows up and what it does. So go back to those episodes if you need a refresher. But the one-sided conversations happens after we've used this tool that we start separating ourselves from our thoughts and start seeing that we actually aren't our thoughts. And then we start literally looking at our thoughts and seeing what they create. What happens when I think this thought? Because we know that if I think it, there is an emotional response to that thought. And from that emotional response, I take action. So when we were talking about my client who was having an emotional response when she was scared from last week's episode, stop having one side conversations with your brain. When she was scared, the thoughts that were coming up that was creating the fear was who the fuck you think you are, right? And so I wanted to model that out. Yes, we get to like stop having one-sided conversations and like dismiss it. But I wanted to go back to like, if you're not used to seeing what that thought creates, that's step one. Then when you get used to it, after my clients start working with me and it's like, yeah, I know where that thought's going. Like you've learned that skill. Sometimes then you're just like, "Mm -mm, no, we're not doing that. Okay. But first it is like the brain was really saying you're nobody, right? who do you think you are? You can answer that question. The brain was actually saying, you ain't all that, right? You're nobody, right? And the feeling of that was inadequate or scared. And how she would show up at that new position, if she was feeling inadequate or scared, is like she wouldn't take chances. She would ruminate. She would like, decide, should I speak up? Should I not? I have a different opinion, but I'm new here. I may not have the lay of the land. Maybe I don't say it, right? Feeling inadequate. And the result would have been that she created was her showing up as a nobody, not bringing in her flair, what she knew from her past experiences and everything. Like the job would not have benefited from all of that because she would have shut all of that down. I'm so glad she didn't because side note, She actually, (laughs) I love it. Like we haven't even finished our six months yet. And she actually has already got pegged for another promotion. Like they're already grooming her. I absolutely love it because she didn't show up with this thought. Like we coached on it. She showed up completely differently, but I'm so glad that we did. But after you've done this and you start seeing patterns and everything. There's some thoughts that come into our brains that we know, like, no, not having that one-sided conversation. I get to talk back. So after you get good at this, you just get to say, no, you selling, but I ain't buying. 
because you already know where that's going to end. Like if I take this thought all the way through, I already know I'm going to end up in a ditch somewhere saying help. Like you already know that thought leads to nowhere. It gives me more of the same. Once you start really doing this with pen and paper, and I work with this with my clients, I give them a tool on how to see what that thought creates. And after they start doing it on a regular basis, then they actually start seeing, oh yeah, I see where, I know where that's going. And they actually can stop in mid-sentence and like, "Mm -mm, that thought. And that's what I'm talking about. Like sometimes it's like, stop having one-sided conversations. We get to answer it. Okay. But I want us to develop the habit of realizing that we are not our thoughts. You aren't what you're thinking. You can disagree with your thoughts. I really want you to understand you get to tell your brain no. We don't have to be polite. We don't have to be respectful. You get to question the thoughts that you are having. Throw the parasol down. Like we don't have to be the Southern bells and protecting ourselves with our little parasols, right? Like we are polite. You don't have to be polite with your brain, your lower brain. After you realize like, look, this is a repeat pattern. This is what you're doing. I understand. I get it now. You get to be disrespectful with your brain. You get to say no without explanation. And then you get to question our thoughts. When we start seeing our thoughts as not us, they're separate from us. There's what our brain as an organ is doing, which is giving us our repeated patterns of thinking. Just like our kidney gives us our repeated patterns of taking out the sodium, putting in the potassium, taking out the bicarbonate and all the acid, making that acid base mix and developing pee right? Just like our heart depolarized, repolarized, calcium comes in, sodium goes out, all of that. Like, just like our brain does that, just like our heart does that. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm stuck on the brain, but you know what I'm talking about. That's what our brain does. There's packages of thoughts. It just keeps giving you the same one and you just keep agreeing. But once you start doing this work and you start going, oh, wait a minute, I can question a thought. I don't have to agree with it. Where did that thought come from? Why am I thinking it? Is it really true? Am I just accepting it? Then we get to work on something, right? When you just start seeing it as a function of what your brain as an organ is doing, it's just giving you the repackaged information that you had put up there before in a pattern of what you've done. So if this is what you've always done, the brain is going to be like, here you go. This is what we've always done. It's familiar. This is the way we think about things. This is how we do it. I want to give you a good example of this. My coach teaches us how to like to be and go to a next level. She teaches us how to like manage and rule our calendar. If it's not in our calendar, it doesn't get done. And when we're having one of those days when we don't want to do what we want to do, we honor our calendar because it's there. My calendar is filled. Like I have what I'm going to do all the time. Like I'm working on creating that version of me. And I had so much resistance to it. And my brain was like, you don't want to be that person. Like 
that's not even fun. It felt restrictive. And the feeling of restricted was caused by the thought, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be her. Like, that's not going to be fun. That's actually going to stop me, right? That's where that thought was coming from. And so what I had to do was go, but is that true? Like, I just took those thoughts as standard. Like I didn't agree with him. I don't want to be that person. That doesn't even sound fun. Like who wants to be that person? Like just all rigid. Like I thought of it as rigid and like restrictive, right? That's the way I felt because of the way I was thinking about it. I didn't think of actually calendaring as freedom. I saw it as bondage, right? But I really had to go, but why am I thinking that? Where is that coming from? Am I willing to be open and investigate it? When you start seeing I am not my thoughts and I don't have to accept it just because it's the same pattern of thinking I've been thinking and everybody else is saying it, do I agree with that thought? Let me investigate. Remember, your brain needs a detective, right? And so I asked the question, maybe I do actually want to be that chick. What if I did? Because I'm looking at my coach and I'm like, she's traveling. She has a multi-million dollar business. How is she doing this business and doing everything else? Like, maybe I do want to calendar. Maybe there's something to this. Maybe I do want to have a bedtime, a sleep time, a wake-up time, a yoga time, an email time, a Facebook post time, a pay-your-bill time, a meet-with-my-CFO time. Maybe I do want to calendar those things in. Because this is what I realize. If I do that and put those things in that I think of as restrictive, like I do this between this time and this time, I look at my calendar. What's next? Oh, I'm supposed to work on like today. It was like, what's next? Oh, I got an hour in between coaching sessions. That's the podcast time, right? And the reason why I'm choosing this is because I also have a spend time with my friends time. And I have a date with my mom time and a travel time and a yoga time and a get a pedicure time and a massage time and a read time and a chill out on the couch time and a play in the garden time and a do my hair time and a facial time, right? And I get to enjoy those times instead of just doing it, knowing that I should be doing something else. That's the key. Like, I would do those times, but be like, okay, I'm not enjoying the process. Like I, it didn't allow me to be there because I'm like, I need to be somewhere else. And I was always like, I need to do this and I need to do that as opposed to, nope, all of that's taken care of. Like all of it. I have a packed time when I'm getting ready to travel. I don't even know what the weather's going to be like wherever I'm going to travel until it's time for me to pack. Then I'll worry about that. Then I have that time. Sorry. There's another time coming off. <laughs> there's a, wind up this podcast time, right? (laughs) So maybe I do want to be that person. But I had to really decide not I do this because I don't want to be that person because I still feel restrictive and like I force myself into doing it. But I had to really look at it and go, but no, really, that thought isn't even true. I do want to be that person. Not, I don't want to. I really do want to be that person. Like, 
when we stop just listening to our brain and just agreeing, and when we're allowing ourselves to question it, it's like, oh, but wait a minute. I do want to be that person. I get to create being that person from a place of desire. Like I started creating the desire of, no, I want to be that person. I started creating a desire for it. Like that's who I want to become. How can I do that? What do I need to think? Then I started having the desire and then I wanted to want to be that person, right? It's the process. So if I want to want to be that person, then it was like, how can I create that desire? And then it's like, I started having to see the benefits of being that person. And I was like, it's not even true that I don't want to calendar. It's not even true that I don't want these things. I actually do. What if I decided powerfully to choose to be that girl that I thought, oh, I don't want to be. And I created evidence from that. You get to tell your brain no when it gives you a thought. You get to say, but wait, no, like it's not me. It's just my brain giving me a repetitive thought, a repetitive sentence. It doesn't have meaning until I give that thought the energy. There's nothing wrong with thinking the thought. Where the problem comes in is when we agree with the thought. Thinking the thought is a matter of habit. Agreeing with the thought is a matter of choice. And we're choosing whether we know it or not. We're always choosing. No is a complete sentence. And you get to tell your brain, no, not today. We get to have authority of who we want to be in the future. And we do that by challenging the thoughts that we are having now, today. And this is how we do it. If you want help doing this work, if you want to learn how to create from that with authority, how to look at the tool that I use, how to create that as a practice, reach out. Would love to work with you. Also, y'all don't forget the monthly masterclass. I've actually done a couple of them. The masterclass schedule is on my website, brickjohnson.com. Go there. Take part. I want to get to know you guys. I want to meet you, see you. Hey, how you doing? If you have questions about how to do this, it's there. Question and answer period. I also do coaching. You get to experience all of us together in a community. So check us out. Come share, come join, come. It's always fun. I'm always so pleasantly pleased at what you guys are getting from the podcast. And I love it because then I get to see, oh, I need to explain this a little bit better or differently. So I use these also to make this time better for you guys. So either way, You want to work one-on-one with me, check me out, or you want to join in on the community or do both, sign up at the masterclass. But no, it's a complete sentence and it's not disrespectful for you to tell your brain, no, we get to at any moment decide, I don't want to give energy to that repeated pattern of thinking. No. All right. Bye, Queens.
Till next time. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to brickjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. brickjohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.